Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applications applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Wednesday. We had Phil Steele on yesterday, which I'm sure many of you did hear on our podcast. And Phil is going to rejoin us on Tuesday, August 4th. Anything to make Matt's life scheduling-wise easier, we are here to do. So Phil is going to rejoin us for the next segment, because Phil, at the end of the interview yesterday, as you heard, said, he says, Steve, we need to do this again. So let's come back in two weeks. Well, he's going to be back in two weeks. Tuesday, August 4th, uh, Phil will be back on the show. And then, of course, we will then do the show on Wednesday, August 5th, from the beautiful Susquehanna Valley Country Club, home of the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. Uh, One flight... Uh, which means, of course, fewer teams. But we all feel that the cause of the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA is very important, and thus we are going to be there, be a part of it, not only make our contribution by playing, but make our contribution financially as well to the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. So that's coming up in two weeks. In fact... Already a major announcement has been made regarding that. The suit has declined to play. And just with that one announcement, the insurance company dropped their rates. So, uh, good news. (laughs) You people are cruel. (laughs) But Matt will be playing. That's right. I look forward to it. And I believe I'm going to be with Steve Engel and Adam Purdy again. I think that is our foursome. 
Oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. Should be yeah. a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. I mean, the two great guys. That's the number one thing you look for when you play in this. I I have played. Look, I've played in a lot of these things over the years. A lot of them. And I think over the years, I believe this sound again. I've played in a lot of these over the years. I've actually been on the on a winning team like fifteen or sixteen times, and the vast majority of them have been thoroughly enjoyable. I mean, even even if you play lousy, <laughs> it's been enjoyable, okay? Because they're just great people. They make the day. There was one time I was on a team that won. It was not. It was not a tournament in the valley. It was someplace else. And I went, to, I went to play, and the team I was with was obsessed with winning the tournament. They were obsessed with winning it. Now, I will point out in the end, the team won. But if something didn't quite go right, to be honest with you, Matt, I didn't have a good time that day. I did not have a good time that day. I mean, to me, these, these events are about being pseudo-competitive and it's all for the charity. Let's have some fun. Hey, by the way, we shot a great score. I wonder how that did. Okay? Well, I'm glad to hear that because I think I'm going to be the highest of the scores. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't (laughs) matter. Matt, it it doesn't matter. It's all about (laughs) it's all about having a good time. Um... you know, it's one of those where we're like, oh, we did? Oh, that's great. That's a pretty good score. I wonder how that did against everybody else. That, to me, is the, the fun of it. That you have some laughs, you kid around a little bit, you talk a little bit. You know, obviously, you know, any group I'm in, they're going to ask me a lot of sports questions. And that, that to me, that is part of being in the tournament and part of my responsibility that in the conversation... Uh, I want everybody to feel like, hey, I had a great time, and boy, I learned a lot more about you know what's going on. Yeah, you know, because I think that's important. But in terms of the the winning, now everybody wants to play well. I mean, let's face it, you're gonna go, you're gonna go play, okay, Matt? And you know, let's face it, you got personal pride. You want to play well. You want to feel like you contributed. How about that? Fair. Absolutely. Sure, everybody feels that way. You don't want to go out there and be the one that you, that hits every tee shot and all of a sudden it rolls 20 yards and like you have to go pick it up, right? And your putt goes 10 feet past the hole. Everybody else is within a foot or goes in. I mean, you don't want to be that person. You know, you you want to be the every everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to play. Everybody wants to contribute. That's part of the fun of it. So at the end, and and when you're with a group. It's really great when, hey, great shot, Matt. Now, it may not be the shot we use, for example, because somebody else may have hit a better shot, but guess what? Everybody's like, hey, Matt, that was a great shot. Right? We're going to, you know, we're going to use Adam's shot, but geez, that was, you know, well, you've hit the last couple, you've hit pretty well. As opposed to somebody giving their chutter stats. I'm telling you. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> uh, but that to me, that's what, and, and then in the end, it all goes to the charity. 
but one I was I was on one team and by you know and we won by a significant margin. And this I'm going back 10 11 years, man. So I mean it has nothing recent. And it was before I ever started doing this show. It may have been a dozen years ago. I didn't have fun at all that day. Every single shot felt like they, they acted like every shot was at the Masters. Like, ugh. Like, can we end this? You know, this is not, to me, that's not what it's, it's meant to be a good time to raise money for a great cause. That's why you get involved in it. That's why you get involved. That's why you enjoy it so much. Yeah. You know, you always got the one guy in there that's keeping Chudder stats, or where's the free food? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, hey, but that's that's coming up. So that's that's in two weeks, Matt. Two weeks. Yeah, fast approaching. Can't believe it already. Two weeks from today. So Phil Steele will be back on the 4th of August, and then we'll do the show from the Susquehanna Valley Country Club out, I would guess, on the patio. Yep, same spot as before. Open air, baby. Open air. Okay. And uh, we'll be there till 5 o'clock, 3 to 5, on uh, the 5th. Looking forward to that very, very much. Looking forward to seeing everybody. Okay, I miss seeing Tom. Yeah, Tom Mertz is awesome guy. I miss. I haven't talked to him in too long. Corey, I haven't talked to Corey in too long. I haven't talked to Adam Purdy in too long. Steve Engel. I mean, we've exchanged emails and text messages, but I haven't talked to him. Anyway, yeah, I want to be able to sit there face to face, talk to people. Ah, I've missed that. Just like all of you have missed it, but I've missed it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, also obviously. Missed my baseball team. I mean, tonight would have been the second game of a four-game homestand between State College and West Virginia at the ballpark. Uh, and just to remind everybody, the basic agreements, for example, the Cutters' basic agreement with the Phillies, like the Spikes' basic agreement with the Cardinals, run out September 15th. But I believe the overall agreement between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball runs out September 30th. Now, Major League Baseball will start tomorrow. It'll be a doubleheader. Nationals, Yankees, Dodgers, and Giants. Mookie Betts is on the verge of signing a 13-year, $380 million deal with the Dodgers. In fact, it might be slightly more than $38 million. Now, how that plays out, I don't know. Uh, in turn, Because look at... Bryce Harper's contract. The last three years of Bryce Harper's contract, if you notice, the money numbers throttled down. Now they throttled down to twenty million. But the last three years are less than the average that he gets. Maybe Mookie Betts' contract is like that too. To get to that number, you tack on three extra years to get the thirteen years. So we'll have to see how that plays out. I feel like America has become numb to these numbers. I think for a while there was like, oh, now the only time that they're not numb is if the player goes into a slump. We're paying $380 million and he's hitting 257? 
and we're in third place? <laughs> now it becomes an issue. Now it becomes an issue. But <laughs> when you sit there and you look at the, the numbers today, I go back to the beginning of the pandemic. And in the beginning of the pandemic, the NFL decided to keep business as usual. And in keeping business with, as usual, there were some that thought, oh, boy, during these tough times, I wonder how, like, people are going to react. Is this a little bit callous to see people making all this money when people are getting laid off and so forth? And it went along. Uh, fine. Uh, ooh, the Toronto Blue Jays had it all set to play at PNC Park. Did you see this, Matt? I did. I just tweeted it from our friend Bob Nightingale. Not good. Rachel Levine told him no. I don't think Toronto's going to have a home. Uh, I'm going to have a, a home this year. I really don't. Because to me, Steve, the only option left is that AAA well, ballpark in Buffalo. Buffalo, right? It would be well, irresponsible I mean, uh, for them to go to their spring training facility in Florida, considering what's happening down there. Just irresponsible. Most of the issue in Florida is in South Florida, but and but. I mean, they could go to Charlotte. They could go to Buffalo. They can do all that. But Rachel Levine told told them no to add travelers to this reason for region for any reason, including professional sports risk residents, visitors, and members of both teams. What the heck? Yeah, I really don't care where they play. Um, let's see. Blue, Blue Jays manager Charlie Montoyo had said that he was excited about the PNC option. Derek Shelton said he had no problem with the Jays moving in. Ben Sherrington, of course, worked for the Blue Jays. Baltimore is also under consideration as a possible site. And the AAA affiliate in Buffalo. I mean, in the end, that might be the best option is Buffalo. I, I, you know, again, I don't know. I've never been to that ballpark before. Uh, I know it's an older park. It's like 32 years old. It's the old pilot field. Uh, so I that that one I don't know. I've actually passed by it, Steve. When I went up to Niagara Falls two years mm-hmm. ago, you passed by it on I-90. Right. As you drive through Buffalo, and it's it's literally right there, and it's def it's small, but it's suitable. Well, it doesn't matter how big it is; that's irrelevant because there are no fans, right? Right. It's to, where where the size of something in a ballpark comes into play. It comes into play with the clubhouses. Is the clubhouse big enough to do this? Is the visiting clubhouse big enough to do this, or? Do you utilize all the space and use the concourse, for example? Or do you do what they do up in Williamsport? Williamsport set up, they set up clubhouse tents for the major league teams. Do you do that? 
I'm just I'm just throwing out various options. Wow. So it's okay for the Pirates to bring in the Detroit Tigers, but it's not okay for Toronto to be there. Okay. Interesting decision. I think you saw Carlton Hasselberg passed away. Yes. Pro Bowl right guard for the Steelers was an NCAA wrestling champ. Actually started his um, his academic life at Lock Haven. Then went to uh, UPJ. Now that I didn't when know. The, started his career in the PSAC. Yes, he did. And then uh, won the Division II uh, wrestling championships in 87, 88, 89. And then they allowed, at that time, lower division champions to compete in the Division I championships. And he won the Division I title each year. And so the current Hasselrig rule is in effect because that means lower division wrestlers cannot compete in the Division I championships. Hasselrig actually won 122 matches in a row. And then he was at the Steelers for five years, made the Pro Bowl once. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, awesome service department, great sales staff, and deals to be had at Sunbury Motors. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, great deals to be had as well, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, we'll get to a couple of different items here first. Um I want to talk about the Mookie Betts contract. Uh, with Mookie Betts, 13-year, uh, three, uh, 380-plus. I uh, I want to go back to the original point because I got sidetracked. It was my fault for getting sidetracked with um, with the decision by Rachel Levine on the Blue Jays. I don't care where the Blue Jays play. And, and last I checked, uh, this is not a Canadian station. Although, although we have, we do have some fans in Canada. I like to point out. Really, I, the number of the amount of email I get from Canada is amazing. You know what the part of the show they love the most? 
about the suit. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Who is this suit you speak of? Uh, so, so let's get to the money for a second. When I was a kid, uh, just after Prohibition, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, when I was a kid in the 60s, Willie Mays is getting $100,000. Wow. Hank Aaron's getting $100,000. They're going to pay Yaz $100,000. Whoa. That's now what they end up for the season tipping the clubhouse guy. <laughs> okay. But back then... And for a period of time, especially when free agent when free agency first really started, and the numbers were mind-boggling to fans, I feel now that's all become numb in our society. I, I go back to the beginning of the pandemic, the point I was making in the previous half hour, and some wondered if the NFL was making a mistake by business as usual. By having free agency and seeing all these gaudy numbers come up while people were going through the suffering either of uh, being sick or being unemployed. And it turned out in the end, in the overall picture, while not perfect, the NFL made the right decision. People were intrigued by it. It gave people a lot of stuff to talk to, and they were intrigued by it. But nobody ever sat back, by my knowledge, and said, during this time, oh, it's it's awful. Everybody's like, kind of rolled with it. Look at the money Brady's getting. Everybody rolled with it. Because I feel that's the way it's become in sports. People roll with it now. It's The numbers are not shocking or gaudy or anything like that anymore. You don't hear a lot of, oh, he's getting $380 million. What about somebody in Appalachia? You know, which is what you used to hear. You don't hear that anymore. Um, I think people, and the reason is, is, not people are callous. They've just become numb to it. Oh, yeah, okay, they're going to pay Mookie Betts a lot of money. Okay, great. Now, the only time I think it, it comes into play is, okay, so let's take it since Mookie Betts is the topic of the day. If Mookie goes out and goes through an 0-for-22 slump and the Dodger fans are sitting in the stands, they wouldn't be sitting in the stands this year, but eventually they'd be sitting in the stands. So let's say it's the third year of the contract. We're paying him $380 million a year old for 22 Right? That's what you would hear. I think Bryce Harper heard that a few times last year. You know, and then the second he hits a home run, he's worth every dime. <laughs> right? And, that, and that's, that's just the nature of sports. I think, though, when it comes to big numbers, I think people have become numb to the big numbers. It's interesting when I hear people talk about salary caps. When baseball doesn't have one, they have a mythical one with the luxury tax. I mean, you don't think Red Sox fans right now are angry that John Henry, with all his money, couldn't have paid Mookie Betts 13 years, $380 million? Of course he could have paid him that. And Red Sox fans don't care about it that you'd pay him that much money. They just want him to stay with them. You're not going to convince them that they made the incredible, like, big-time, big-picture move by trading him. That's 
to them, that's that's just not going to hold water. Fans don't care how much you pay somebody until until they don't perform. When they don't perform, then they complain about your contract. But for the most part, when they're sitting there, they're like, hey, look, he got, hey, he's going to be the first thing they think of is, hey, he's going to be here for the next thirteen years. He's a great player. They actually look at the years more than they do the number. Because you, the fan, want to watch them for X amount of years. And Kansas City fans, now with a salary cap, Kansas City fans looked at the Mahomes contract and went, hey, well, we can still keep a bunch of players. Okay. See, that's how fans look at it now. They don't look at the, they're numb to the number. He's getting almost a half billion dollars. Hey, that's okay. He's going to, he signed a 13-year deal. Or in Mahomes' case, what was it, 10 years? What did Mahomes sign? A 10-year deal? 10-year deal, right? Yeah, it was 10. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have Patrick Mahomes in the next 10 years. Do, do, do you think Kansas City fans cared how much the money was? It used to be everybody cared how much the money was. Now they care of how long is the deal. It's 10 years. That's great, man. We got Mahomes for 10 years. Dodger fans, man, we got Mookie Betts for 13 years. That's what they care about now. As for a salary cap, I always find this interesting. Baseball, of course, doesn't have one. They do have the luxury tax. So there's at 206, I think, is the number in terms of uh, signing. You know, you sign everybody. If you can keep it below 206, you don't have to pay the luxury tax. Okay, so that's yeah, it's a pseudo cap. That's, that's all it is. But obviously, the NHL, the NFL, the NBA have that. And, of course, we're in a society, I don't care how much anybody gets paid. Right? I mean, I'm sitting here with Matt. I hope Matt gets every dime he's worth. Right? Don't need to know what the number is. Don't care to know what the number is. I just want to make sure my guy's happy. Okay? I uh, don't really care what it compares to mine in the least. Could care less. All right? That's, that's always just the way I've been. I go back to the story I told... I've told the story a couple times. I was speaking down in Camp Hill, and it was the time when the Patriot News was going after, legally, a Freedom of Information Act request on Joe Paterno's salary. Now, the idea was not just to get Joe's salary, which, of course, would be the one that most would have been curious about, but it was their way to then open the door to get the president's salary, the vice provost's salary, okay, you know, the salaries in Old Maine. That was actually their way to do it. So they picked, obviously, the most recognizable name, Joe. And I was speaking in Camp Hill, and it had not come out yet. And I sort of knew the neighborhood of what it, what it was going to be anyway. And somebody said, how curious are you about Joe's salary? Or how anxious are you for it to come out, and how curious are you about it? And I said, "Don't." I said, with all due respect, I said, I don't care when it comes out, and I'm not curious at all as to how much he makes. And the person looked at me and justifiably asked why. And I said, well, here's the reason why. I said, I, said, I care what I make. Hey, what Joe makes doesn't pay my bills. What I make pays my bills. That's what it comes down to. So I don't care what Buki Betts makes. I care what I make. 
Okay, Mookie doesn't pay my mortgage. I do, so I need to make sure I'm making enough to, to make my mortgage. I've never cared about what anybody made. I've always been happy for anybody who got more money. I don't care. I'm happy for what anybody gets. Always have been that way. And that's how I've always looked at it. And I think most fans have become numb to numbers. Now, back to the salary cap. We're supposed to be in a society where you should be able to get what you can get. But sports outside of baseball, which has an artificial cap because of the luxury tax, sports have salary caps. Okay. And let's face it, every company somewhere along the way, with all due respect, management ownership has in their own mind how much they think they can spend on salaries. But they don't. There's not a number out there that's specified they have to, to spend. But what happens is, when you look at different companies, they're in competition with each other financially. Right? You know, Sunbury Motors is in competition with somebody else. Now, obviously, you know we want you to buy at Sunbury Motors because. Hey, we're strongly linked with with them, and I deeply believe in their organization. But they're in competition with other people. When you're in a league, when you're in a league where competition is important and trying to keep everybody competitive, there are ways of doing it. Number one, instead of everybody going out and negotiating their own national TV contract, they negotiated as one entity and then split it up evenly. 30 ways in the NBA, 32 ways in the NFL, 31 ways in the NHL. Okay? Uh, and and that and that's how you do it. That gives everybody a shot. It goes back to the old Wellington Mara, Pete Rosell conversation. When Wellington Mara, the late Wellington Mara, was at that point the owner of the New York Giants. If he wanted to go on his own... The Giants could have made a lot of money in the New York City market with a TV contract. In fact, they could have had a national TV contract where the Giants game of the week was on CBS. But Pete Rozelle convinced him, and it didn't take a lot of convincing, that it was for the betterment of the league moving forward if they could take the national TV money and split it up evenly. That way, Green Bay had just as much a chance to be competitive financially as New York. That's the way leagues operate. If you want to put, for example, we talked about Sunbury Motors being in competition with other car selling companies, right? Or Weiss being in competition with other grocery chains. They are. But the Memphis Grizzlies, while being in competition with the New York Knicks, are part of the same organization as the New York Knicks. They're both in the National Basketball Association. If I wanted to form the American Basketball Association, a second uh, ABA, and have a series of franchises to compete against the NBA business to business, now that changes the dynamics. But the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, to me, they are one business with 32 separate entities. 
you're trying to make it as competitive as possible to give everybody as much of a chance as possible because guess what? You would like to see Memphis succeed just like you want to see Los Angeles succeed. That's why you have different rules in sports on the competitive side when it comes to national TV contracts, salary caps, and so forth, because it's about about the competitive nature of the game that attracts people to it. Instead of, you remember when LeBron signed with Miami and then they made the deal with uh, Toronto to get Chris Bosh and to go with Dwayne Wade. Well, at that point... With those three, that then kept the Heat, for example, from acquiring, let's just pick somebody who's playing at that time, Carmelo Anthony for a gigantic contract, where suddenly you're like, oh, well, this is great. This is a lot of fun. This is, I'm having a blast. They went 75-7, and seven and uh, they didn't lose a game in the playoffs, and that's happened three straight years. That's what they're trying to avoid. Right? They're trying to make it so, okay, yeah, LeBron and, and the Heat get to the final four straight years. Ah, uh, they won twice. Ah, uh, they also lost twice because guess what? San Antonio was pretty good and they beat him. And Dallas had their magical year and they beat him. I mean, that way, from the entertainment side of it, they're trying to keep it where people are making money player wise because they keep up, upping the number, but they're also trying to make it competitive because it's part of their business to be competitive. And I think most people understand that now. Uh, I always like when somebody tries to turn this into, oh, you've got to have the freedom to do whatever. Look, it's a business. They're just trying to make sure that Memphis can compete with New York. They're trying to make it so Denver can compete with Los Angeles. And suddenly now you've got more people watching in Denver. And you got more people watching in Los Angeles. And you got more people watching in Dallas. And more people wanting to attend games or watch in Cleveland. And then when you go to sit down to negotiate your next TV deal, you get $1.2 billion from TBS, and you get $1.4 billion a year from ESPN. <laughs> and then everybody gets more money. That's how it works. And I think, you know what's interesting? I think for the most part, the fan gets that. For the most part, the fan gets that. And that's why I always laugh every time I hear somebody in sports venturing outside their lane and starting talking about the politics of this. You sit back and say, the fan already gets it. (laughs) Okay. Maybe you should get it. (laughs) As to why they're doing it the way they're doing it. It has nothing to do with... We're America. Everybody gets what they... LeBron should get $70 million. Well, LeBron's trying to get as much as he can and deserves to get every penny he gets. He has carried this league on a, in so many ways you know, for a decade and a half more. Okay, so yeah, is he worth $70, $80 million a year? Probably. But he gets the max every time out, and he gets how the league works. He gets the fact that they can get $2.6 billion a year in TV contracts because they've tried to make everybody relatively strong and make the league as strong as possible, which then gets everybody more money. Because they're one entity. They're competing against each other in the business called the NBA. 
Because if we wanted to form the business called the ABA, we could then compete business to business against them and then have bidding wars for players. We could do that. It would fail. You know, so want to put a franchise in Danville, and I mean, I think, you know, it's, I just don't see it happening. I just don't think that, you know, in Chickalamy, the Phil Lockoff gym is not big enough. Okay, we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. 